Hello, everyone, and welcome into Yelling from the Couch. This will be a week three pick'em. I'm Brent Humphreys along with Gage Burdovich. Gage, how you doing today? I'm doing good, my man. How you doing? Doing great. Ready to come out here and pick some NFL games for this week. Yeah, I'm excited. Seems like we got a good week of football ahead of us, so hey, I'd okay. say we get to Oh, yeah. So uh, last night, of course, we uh, we usually go over the review of the game before. Uh, where we record on Fridays, the Thursday night game, San Francisco 49ers hosted the New York Giants. San Francisco wins that one 30-12. Brock Purdy, 310 yards, passing two touchdowns. Debo Samuel, six receptions, 129 yards, and a touchdown. Gage, what did you think about this game last night? I mean, looking at the results of it, I don't think anyone really expected anything different. The way the Giants' offense has been, and then you take Saquon out of the mix, I really don't think they had a chance to begin with. I'm surprised San Francisco didn't put up more points than what they did. Um, It was good to see Brock Purdy get back on track from week two. I think that was his first game where he didn't have a single touchdown pass in a game that he's played in. So it was good to see him get back on track. It was good to see Debo take over that number one spot with a uke out. Um, and it was good to see their rookie wide receiver get his first NFL touchdown, too. Uh, well, last week in the picks, I went eight, eight and seven, and you went nine and six. So on the season, we were both 17 and 13 overall. Oh, wow. That, that's honestly, you know, that's a lot better than what I thought. So, <laughs> hey, man, we're both, uh, both winning records right now. So <laughs> I'll take it. And, you know, being a Steeler fan, I'll end up at 500. But you know what? Even if it ends up like that, I'll take it. Yeah, it, it was crazy. Last week, we both picked against the Steelers, and yeah. they had the big. Yeah, that was something that I was surprised about. Said Cleveland Browns. Can you hear me? Yep, now I can. Okay. So, this Sunday, the Tennessee Titans at 1 o'clock will travel to Cleveland Browns, and they uh, will face the Browns in Cleveland. Cleveland is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is at 39.5. Gage, who do you like in this matchup? Man, you know, I just think the Titans are just such a bad team all around. And even though the Browns don't have Nick Chubb, they have that Jerome Ford to really fill in. He did great last week against the Steelers when he came in. Going to take the Browns, and I'll take the three and a half points. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to agree with you. Tennessee beat uh, L.A. Chargers last week, but I think that that was just a, you know anomaly there. The Browns losing Nick Chubb is going to be big for the rest of their season. But in this game, I see the Browns winning this one, and I think they cover as well. So give me the Browns. The next game, 1 o'clock game, the Atlanta Falcons travel to Detroit, Ford Field, to place the Detroit Lions. The Lions are a three-point favorite. The over-under is 46. Gage, who do you like in this one? After watching the Falcons last week and how explosive they really can be on the ground, and then they just have an okay air attack to complement it, but it works. And Detroit being without their top running back, uh, corner, safety, pass rusher. And actually, I'm going to take the Falcons on this one. And also, real quick, I just want to say a stat that I found out about the Falcons is they yeah. do not 
they do not have a wide receiver three with any catches or any yards. It's all all their passes have been to uh, Kyle Pitts, their second tight end. I think it's Johnny Smith. And then their two running backs in Algier and Robinson. And then wide receivers one and two with Drake London and Matt Collins. No third receiver on that team, apparently. Wow. Uh, that's a crazy stat right there. Um, B. John Robinson is a very impressive rookie running back for the Falcons. And the Falcons look, you know, they impressed me last week beating the Packers and the Lions, you know, with a, another fun game against Seattle, like we talked about. Mm hmm. Uh, but but a loss for the Lions. I'm going to go with the Lions in this one, and I think that they're going to win by three, so I think it's going to be a push, but I'm going to go with the Lions on this one. Ooh, okay. <laughs> the next 1 o'clock game, New Orleans Saints travels up to Green Bay to face the Green Bay Packers. Packers are a one-point favorite. Who do you like in this matchup? Hey, the past couple weeks, you know, the Saints are on, I guess you could call it a winning streak. They're 2-0. They're on fire heading into this match against the Packers. Packers, surprisingly, like we just talked about, dropping their game to the Falcons last week. I'm going to take the Saints on this one. And I think, you know, the Saints with Derek Carr, for some reason, he's kind of, you know, getting them in the groove. And with the top three receivers that they have, I don't know, you know very many teams that's going to be able to stop them if they keep it up. So give me the Saints. I'm also going with the Saints, man. Uh, that that you know they beat the Panthers on Monday night, which you know it's the Panthers, but still, that catch that Olave made was just unreal. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> I don't know how he did it, but wow. Yeah, I don't either. But like you said, wow. Uh, but I will take the Saints in this one. I think they they will win this game. And Green Bay, I just we don't really know what Green Bay's got yet because they. You know, they beat the Bears, who had a whole other story in itself. And, <laughs> yeah. and the Falcons last week beat them. So I will take the Saints in this one as well, on the road in Lambeau, getting the win. The next 1 o'clock matchup, Denver Broncos go to Miami, face the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Gage, who do you like in this matchup? Ah, oh, man. You know, the Broncos really struggled last week against Washington. You know, even with the Hail Mary at the end, weren't able to convert to two and still ended up losing. The Dolphins, they just have weapons all over the place. Offense, defense, special teams, it doesn't matter where it's at. I'm going to take the Dolphins, and I'll take the points. I think they cover. I'm with you all the way on this one. Six and a half, I would hammer that one right there. Give me the Dolphins. Broncos won't stay close with the Dolphins, even though their defense is you know, well, I was going to say it's been decent, but they weren't last week. I mean, giving up 35 points to the Commanders. But give me the Dolphins all day on that one right there. Too explosive. The next matchup, 1 o'clock, the L.A. Chargers travel to Minnesota to face the Minnesota Vikings. Both teams are 0-2 this season. Minnesota is a one-point favorite. Who do you like in this matchup? You know, it's crazy thinking about that both of these teams are 0-2. After looking at the stats that offensive-wise, at least, that both of them have had, both of them have put up really solid numbers. Um, I don't think the Chargers, offensive-wise, have a single turnover, which is crazy to think about being 0-2. Chargers play mistake-free football, but they don't really have that good of a defense. They showed that against Miami. The Vikings, on the other hand, I think their defense is better than the Chargers, 
you know, don't look at the Eagles game. But <laughs> with that being said, I think the Vikings are going to just overpower the Chargers just by little, even if it's, you know, by a field goal. So I'm going to take the Vikings. Whoever wins this, whoever loses this game is going to be 0-3, and that's going to be a big blow to what both these teams thought they could be at the beginning of the season. But I'm with you. I'm going Minnesota. Give me 1 o'clock Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings to win this game. Next matchup is the New England Patriots facing the New York Jets. New England, a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Do you like in this matchup, Gage? I just saw earlier today a report came out um, after the Patriots game against the Dolphins that the Patriots lost one of their top defensive backs and Marcus Jones to a torn labrum. I think that is huge for this team. So, you know, we saw a little bit last week of what Zach Wilson and Garrett Wilson can do. That connection, I think, is going to have to continue in this week if they want a chance to win, and I think it will. So give me the Jets over the Patriots. I am also going to pick the Jets in this one. I think that uh, if the Jets didn't get down so big to the Cowboys last week, they would have ran the ball more, and I think that's the key to the Jets' success now with Zach Wilson in there is to run the ball more. So give me the Jets as well in the upset at home over New England in that matchup. Next 1 o'clock matchup, the Buffalo Bills travel to to face the Washington Commanders. Buffalo is a six-point favorite on the road. Gage, who you like in this matchup? I feel like this game could just be a wash, and it just seems like we could just go ahead and just give the win to the Bills. And six-point favorites, yeah, I could see that. So, you know, there's not much to say about this. The Bills are explosive. The Commanders, I mean, they got Terry McLaurin. Brian Robinson showed a little bit of life last week, but, you know, I think that was his first decent game in his career. Give me the Bills. Give me the points. I'm going to go with the Bills as well in this matchup, but I don't think they're going to cover. Washington's first two games they won, but they were against the Broncos in a kind of a shootout and then against the Cardinals. So neither one was really over-impressive teams. Buffalo's a different animal coming in. I think they'll win, but I think the Commanders will keep it close at home. Give me the Bills. Not covering, though. Next matchup, Houston Texans travel to Jacksonville to face the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars are an eight-point favorite at home. Are you liking this matchup? You know, there, there's different things to look at uh, with this game. You know, the Texas ground game has been abysmal the first two weeks. And their defense really hasn't shown any signs of life. But on the other hand, offensive-wise, last week you had C.J. Stroud going off for almost 400 yards. Nico Collins finally becoming that number one receiver. And you had their rookie, Tank Dell, who he I don't know where that performance came from, but he balled out. Now, on the other hand, the Jaguars, great offense. Two really good receivers, three if you count Zay Jones, a great running back, and ETN. Hopefully he plays this week. Last I knew he was questionable, so hopefully he plays. And Trevor Lawrence, we know, can sling the rock around a bit. I'm going to take the Jaguars, but I'm not going to take the points. Just I think, you know, the Texans will hang in there quite a bit. I'm with you, man. I'm, I've got Jaguars, but I've got the Texans covering this. C.J. Stroud has found his number one in Nico Collins, 
And I think that they're going to keep going to that and they're going to start getting some chemistry built up. But I think Jacksonville will take it this week. The next game, the last one o'clock game of the week, the Indianapolis Colts without Anthony Richardson, who was ruled out earlier in concussion protocol, traveled to Baltimore to face the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are an eight-point favorite in this one. Gage, who do you like in this matchup? Yeah, I'm a big Minshew Mania fan. He came Mm. in last week at, I think it was 19 of 21, had a touchdown, almost 200 yards, and about three quarters worth. Now, granted, it wasn't against that great of a defense, but still, uh, yeah, I think he's been able to build that connection. He's been in Indianapolis a little bit. Uh, you know, it, it's hard to see on this one because Lamar Jackson, it just depends on which one shows up. I think the Colts defense is going to be able to hold him in check. I'm going to take the Colts on this one. I wish I could agree with you on this one, but after last week's game, uh, I'm going to have to go with the Ravens. I don't think they cover, though, but I think that they will win. Uh, the Ravens have you know, got a little momentum after that big win last week, and like you said, Minshew Mania is – Hopefully runs wild. I will be rooting for the Colts, but I think that the Ravens will win this game. The 4 o'clock games, Carolina Panthers travel to Seattle to face the Seattle Seahawks with Seattle a five-and-a-half point favorite. Who you got? Uh, You know, obviously it was coming into this week that is Bryce Young going to play? Is Bryce Young going to play? You know, uh, today got rolled out. So the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton, comes in, and we know him all too familiarly from the AFC North. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think, however, he's going to be slinging it as good as what he used to. And when it comes right down to it, the Panthers really don't have the, the how do I want to say it, the amount of studs on the offense as Seahawks do. That being said, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Kenneth Walker, Geno Smith, I think they're just going to overpower the Carolina defense. Give me the Seahawks in this one, and give me the points. I'm going to go with you on this one. Uh, this is not 2015 anymore. The Red Rocket is not going to be you know, throwing it all over the field. Uh, he doesn't have A.J. Green in his prime either. So give me the Seahawks. They looked impressive last week in that win against the Lions. Like you said, just too many weapons are across the field for Seattle. It's up in Seattle with the 12th man. Seahawks are going to win this one. The 425 game. Boy, this one's here. Uh, (laughs) You know, primetime spot here. The Chicago Bears travel to Kansas City to face the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City's a 12-and-a-half point favorite. Who do you like in this game? I can't believe that the NFL would even put this game in a primetime spot. I can't believe they would be advertising it as America's Game of the Week. Uh, yeah. The Bears have been having a lot of issues on and off the field. Mm. Um, you know, there's not much to be said. Travis Kelsey's back. He said the other day on the Pat McAfee show that he's 100%. I don't think, you know, Justin Fields is going to return to his all-star, all-star form and run the ball all over the place. Give me the Chiefs, and, yeah, I'll take the points on that one. I'm going to go with you here. Twelve and a half is a lot, but after the week the Bears have had with the defensive coordinator saga going on and 
Justin Fields calling out the play caller and all kinds of stuff for the Bears. And the Bears have been horrible the first two weeks. And the Chiefs getting everybody back and everybody healthy. It's Kansas City's going to win this one. And they're just, it's going to be a rout. Uh, give me the Chiefs. Give me the, you know, they cover. The next, the next 425 game on Fox, the Dallas Cowboys travel to Arizona to face Arizona Cardinals. Two 425 games, both of them are 12 and a half point spreads. Cowboys are 12 and a half point favorite. Uh, pretty sure I know which way you're going on this one, but Gage, who you got in this matchup? Yeah, I would almost like to say that this is a trap game for the Cowboys, but it's not. I don't think it is. The Cowboys have been rolling. The Cardinals collapsed in the second half last week and just haven't been good in general. Give me the Cowboys. Give me the spread. I don't think there's any other words for that matchup. I'm with you. I think the Cowboys will win. I think they'll cover the spread. Uh, the four twenty-five games this week are just going to be snoozers after. I mean, it's going to be laughers, you know. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> I think the Cowboys will cover. I think the Cowboys will, you know, with Trayvon Diggs being out for the season, the torn ACL, that's going to be huge for that defense. I don't think it's going to come into effect this Sunday, though, because the Cardinals just don't have anything, really, to go up against Dallas and the rest of that defense. So uh, give me Dallas, and they'll cover. Now we move on to the primetime game this Sunday. The Pittsburgh Steelers travel to Las Vegas to face the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm, I'm pretty sure I know which way you're going on this one as well, but Gage, who do you like in this matchup? After picking against the Steelers last week, I almost want to keep doing it because it almost seems like a, a superstition. But, you know, the Steelers' defense it really is what gave them that win last week, scoring two touchdowns while the offense only had one. Should be a decent battle. T.J. Watt, the all-time Steelers sack leader, going up against a QB that he hasn't been sacked at all this year. Garoppolo has had great protection behind his line, but I don't think that matters, uh, you know, when you're going up against arguably the number one defensive player in the NFL. I think the defense is able to pull through again and stop the Raiders' offense, even with Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams. Hopefully the Steelers make a couple changes in their defense. They start Joey Porter Jr., bench Levi Wallace. Hopefully Matt Canada gets lost on the flight down and they have to find a new offensive coordinator. I'm going to take the Steelers on this one. Not, uh, not a big fan of the OC Matt Canada, I see. <laughs> No, and neither is about the entire city of Pittsburgh. <laughs> uh, well, with that being said, uh, I'm going to take Pittsburgh as well uh, to win this game. Uh, I just think that after Monday, that's kind of a you know turnaround for the season after getting you know beat down by the 49ers in the first game. Uh, give them a little bit of confidence to beat a pretty good Browns team last week. Uh, I think they'll go out, and I think they'll beat the Raiders. Although, you know, all Jimmy G does is win. You know, they lost last week. So, I think it'll be two in a row, and I think Pittsburgh will win this game Sunday night. Monday night, they're another doubleheader on Monday night football this week. 
the first game, the 7-15 game, the Philadelphia Eagles travel to Tampa Bay to face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Philly is a five-point favorite in Tampa Bay. Gage, who do you like in this game? After watching the past couple of weeks with the Eagles and seeing their offensive troubles with, you know, we talked about last week, the scuffle, if you want to call it, on the sideline between A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts, uh, it's kind of hard to know, like, are they going to get back on the same page? Is this offense going to get back to what they were last year? Meanwhile, on the other side of the ball, the Bucks they've been moving and grooving on offense. Mike Evans putting up 160-plus yards last week on six catches. Baker Mayfield has been throwing this ball around like he's back in Cleveland for their playoff run. I don't know where this Baker Mayfield has come from or what the coaches did to rejuvenate him, but I think he's going to be able to take down Philly. I'm going to take the Bucks on this one. Give me the upset. I, uh, I have picked against the Bucks the first two weeks only because of – Baker Mayfield, Cleveland stinks still on him, if you ask me. But like you said, he is playing like he was in Cleveland the the year they made the playoff run. He's looked great. Mike Evans in his last year in Tampa Bay has looked great. The Eagles are struggling right now with, you know, chemistry on the sidelines, getting into it with teammate, you know, Hurts and Brown getting into it. You know, uh, Swift has looked good, though, running the ball. And Philly – I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say Philly's going to win this again. So I'm going to go pick against Tampa Bay one more time after <laughs> praising them and how good they've looked. I may just pick against Tampa Bay all season just because. I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> I'll go with Philly on this one. I don't think they cover. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. The over-under is 45. Uh, I'll take the over on that, and I think that Philly will win by a field goal on Monday night in Tampa. And – Last game of the week, 8-15, Monday night. The Los Angeles Rams travel to Cincinnati to face the Cincinnati Bengals in a Super Bowl 56 rematch. The Bengals are a three-point favorite in this one. Gage, who do you like in this matchup? I got to say, this match is probably the one I am most excited for this week. You have the Rams with their rookie wide receiver that broke the um, record for most receptions in the first two games of a career. And you have the Bengals, who they struggled last week against Baltimore, but it seems like they started to come around finally in the second half and towards the end of the game. It's hard to say if they'll get back on that high-powered offense that they had for most of last year. And the Rams trading away Cam Akers. They're going to stick with Kyron Williams as their running back one. And Williams has done very good. I think the uh, matchup, or not the matchup, but the combination of Kyron Williams and Puka Nakupa and Matt Stafford throwing the ball to him all over the place, I think it's going to get it done for him. Going to take the Rams on this. Ooh. Well... The uh, This one comes down to, will Joe Burrow play Monday? He is day-to-day. He's iffy uh, with that re-aggravated calf last Sunday. The Bengals absolutely need a win in the worst way possible. You do not want to start a season 0-3, no. uh, especially with the hopes that you have for the season. Uh, Burrow's injury, the backup is Jake Browning, and then they just signed Reed's. 
oh, I can't remember his name. Will Greer uh, was the backup. He signed with the Patriots. But then they went out and they had to get another backup just in case, you know, Burrow can't go and Jake Browning is QB1. If Jake Browning is QB1 come Monday night, the Rams will win this game. But I'm going to have faith that Joe Burrow comes out and plays and the Bengals win a must-win scenario. And they'll, they'll push. And they'll win by three. Give me the Bengals in this matchup to get back on track somehow, hopefully, and get their first win of the season. And the quarterback that they signed today, and I know I'm probably going to mess his name up, it's Reed Sitt. That's never, it. Never heard of the kid. Don't know where he's from. But apparently he did good enough to make the practice squad for the Bengals. Yeah, if that is your – uh, if you're if you're relying on Jake Browning, Reed Stennett uh, to get you anywhere in the NFL, you're not going anywhere. So, <laughs> you know, gotta hope Burrow plays Sunday. You know, for you know, I'm hoping so. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, while we're just sitting here for a second, the Browns Steelers game last Monday night, the Nick Chubb injury. Did you see the replay of that one? I. Did I saw the video and it? Uh, he might be done for his career. Yeah. He he very well might be done. Um, I saw a tweet the other day that he, uh, I forget who it was from. It was some doctor. I don't know his name or whatever, but something along the lines of if it is as bad as what they think it is, Chubb might have to get his leg amputated off. Oh. Uh, if that's the case, I feel so bad for the guy. He is such a great player. And yep. from all accounts of listening to other players talk about him, he sounds like such a great human in general. Yeah, such a great player. And to see him have an injury like that, you know, he's his team is in our division. We play him twice a year. And always hated seeing him come out there and just destroy our defenses, but never wanted to see that happen to him. No, I mean, you know it's bad when they show the replay at the stadium in Pittsburgh and the entire crowd goes, oh. Yeah. Uh, and then just to the uh, support that that crowd showed him, I think was, it was classy. It was great. Um, and just watching him get carted off crying, it, it hurt to watch that. And that's a division rival, you know, but you don't want to see anybody go through that. No, you never want to see that. Uh, you always want, you know, what's best for the players and stuff out there. And like you said, this may be a career ender for him. You know, he was hurt in Georgia in a similar fashion like that. But, you know, to come back a third time after being injured like that, you know, it just – it sucks to see. But it it is football. Yeah. So – I've seen a lot yeah. of people in that tackle, a, you know, a dirty hit or whatever by Minka. Uh, I don't think it was. You're up on a, at the goal line. He's already ran for like 20 yards at this point, and you're yeah. at the goal. You're not going to try and tackle Nick Chubb up high. No. And no. When, you're, when you're taught to tackle these big guys low and you don't expect someone to come in from behind and jump on his back, it, freak accidents are going to happen. It's just unfortunate, you know, the injury that resulted from it. Yeah, I, I didn't see anything dirty on that play at all. It's just a, a freak accident that happens. And unfortunately for Chubb, 
he was on the receiving end of that and, you know, football, man. So, uh, aside from your team, the Steelers and the Raiders, what game are you looking forward to this week? Well, I, you know, I mentioned a little bit ago the Rams and Bengals, just because I think that could be a shootout. Um, but if I had to pick a Sunday game, I like the Chargers and Vikings. Uh-huh. I, I don't think there's going to be much defense that goes on there. I think it's going to be a lot of touchdown scores and a lot of points and a lot of people getting happy in fantasy. Um, you know, the rest of the games, especially – the, the 425 games that we talked about. There's nothing really to look forward to in them. No. Man, that that was going to be my game to look forward to as well, the Chargers and the Vikings, just because both teams are 0-2. Somebody's got to win their first game. And with the like I said, with the expectations both these teams had coming into the season, it'd be interesting to see which team ends up getting that first win and see if the momentum changes for them for the rest of the season. So, uh, yeah, that's the one I'm looking forward to as well. Uh, we'll both roll with that one then. So, uh, I know yeah. we talked a little bit earlier about the Bengals' offense, and, you know, they weren't exactly at their high-poweredness that like they were last year. As a Bengals fan, let me ask you, if mm-hmm. Burrow does play, he's 100% healthy, goes out there and plays, what do you think they need to do differently in order to get that fire back? Throw the ball down the field. Quit with the bubble screens. Just let – throw up a couple of go routes for Jamar Chase. Let him go, you know, because they have not yet to do that yet, to take the top off the defense yet. I know he's probably being defended different, but bubble screens ain't going to get it. Uh, they like – that's how they started the game last week. Screen to Boyd, six yards, and then the drive stalls after that. But I think you got to do that, and then start getting that running game going behind that. But you gotta you gotta let Chase go deep a couple times and just try it. Try out the defense. The Rams secondary is not what they have been the last couple of years. They've got a bunch of new guys back there. Test them out. Get yourself some confidence, and go from there. Uh, you know, after hearing that, it makes me question if Matt Canada has two jobs and is the offensive point for both our teams because that's exactly how I feel about Pittsburgh right now. Yeah, man, it's frustrating. Uh, Zach Taylor's actually the one that's you know supposedly calling the plays, but I, I don't know what the deal is this year if he's not trusting the offensive line to hold up and protect. But you got to let him try it. I mean, if it, if it doesn't work out okay, we'll try something else, but you've got to at least try to go down the field at least one time in this game. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's the way I feel about it. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on, joining again on week three. Yeah, uh, thanks again. Yeah, we'll see if we can stay above 500 with our picks. Uh, right now we're four up on the season, both of us, so uh, we'll see what week three brings us and uh, – Look forward to watching some good games this week and coming back here and making some picks next week. It sounds good, my man. I'll talk to you later. All right, man. We'll see you. Later. Later.
Yay!